I'm all alone in the chat, waiting for bread and salmon ash, sitting here on my ass. Can you hear this? Another episode of Let's React, and this week we are reacting to the Fire Festivals documentaries. Ooh. I guess there wasn't plural festivals, and there never will be. Thank well, God. Uh, 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 well, oh uh, wait, that, we'll that's get a there. what? Wait, uh-oh. did a news thing happen? Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, yeah. Okay. To before well, continuing, uh, we I noticed we don't introduce ourselves on these. We should do that. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> He's Brett, I'm Sam, she's Ash, and that's Pat. <laughs> Perfect. That does not fucking work in audio. I no, it. no, no, it really doesn't. She just, Sam just points at who we are, and then the people, the, the listener um, will see where she's pointing, and they'll get it. Uh, if we just do a pickup, you could like edit it in, right? Oh, no, I'm using that for sure. What? No. Oh, okay. You're not I supposed, love it. You're this not- is great. This is gold. <laughs> Have you heard our show? <laughs> This is all gold. <laughs> no, I haven't heard our show. Uh, great. Uh, so there's news about a potential second one because one failure wasn't enough. Jaw rule. Just yeah, we're gonna enough. get right into that. Yeah. Wait, Jaw rule is rule trying man. to do it again. Like, okay, if you fuck up the first Firefest that bad, you deserve to burn it to the ground and let it rise like a phoenix and have nothing from the original there. Why is John you, Rule? You know what would be amazing, though, is like, you know how fucking stupid people are, and they'd be like, Fire Festival again, huh? I'm definitely going. Like, you know people I mean, will go. They would go to see how much of a disaster it was, but they won't pay that much money again. Sam, you just hit on a brilliant marketing ploy, though. Oh, God. Call it call it the Phoenix Festival. Oh. It's rising oh. from the ashes of the fire. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking it would be held in Phoenix because it's the only place they could afford. Oh, that's a good twist. Oh. That's a yeah. really bad good twist on that. Can um, I be honest with you guys? For the longest time, I in my brain, I sort of dyslexically switched it around and kept calling it the Fry Festival. And even while <laughs> watching the documentary with Bryce, I kept being like, the Fry Festival. And he was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> they, so, were, they were saying it in the show. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I just It looks so close to how Futurama Fry is spelled. Yeah. But I just... I don't know. So I want to put a pin in. It's basically one of those, uh, like the paparazzi, like jump you in an airport terminal things. And Ja Rule is talking about he's got plans for another festival. Oh. But I think he's going to oh. call it like something iconic. Different. He's going to call it okay. like, iconic or something. Right. I have right. a feeling that this is Ja Rule's like cover story like yeah he wasn't he yeah. wasn't the one committing all of the crimes because he wanted to do a good one look he's even trying to do another one yeah wait can yeah. we go back well. to the fry festival <laughs> though can we have a futurama themed i feel festival? like the fry festival would yeah. actually be very popular and good um i'm pretty sure portland probably has one there's a lot of Futurama probably. To go around, but it's it's mm. like real food in portland it's just like a yeah. festival where everyone eats fries yeah. Okay, so the big, 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 big question that the whole internet will want to know our opinions on is uh, Netflix or Hulu? 
Okay, well, here's the part where I come clean and reveal that I never watched the Hulu one. What the the H? We gave you, like, three extra weeks, bitch. Extra weeks. Extra weeks. I'm pretty sure that I never committed to watching two, and I specifically said... I'm good with just one. <laughs> but they're so fun. They are. But they're and so then, different, too. And then Patrick yeah. said he'd give me his Hulu password, and he never did. Oh. You so. didn't. I oh, offered so it, but you didn't. It's all Pat's fault. Yep. Hold on. It's all Patrick's fault. Pat's fault. <laughs> I feel like something like that is like, there's two phases to that kind of gesture, right? Someone offers something like that. The other person has to say, yes, please, right? That sounds I like something that, that Patrick would say. i'm just kidding patrick i'm just throwing you under the bus but here's the thing that i'm interested in that i'm hoping i can play the 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 devil's people of the internet yes that have not seen the other one i'm curious to know which one you guys think was better because i saw the netflix one um so what do you guys think uh okay at everybody at the same time well one (laughs) one two three go one two three hulu they're too different Ooh. to choose. Wait, I'm the yeah. only one that said anything. I Fuck you guys. I know, because uh, I can't. Yeah, because I can't it, no, decide. No, I don't want to just say one or the other, because, okay. I agree. So the Hulu one had one of my favorite characters. I'm calling them characters. You okay, know, it's a documentary. Okay. Uh-huh. Delroy the bartender. Yeah. She's great. Best uh-huh. line is like, who the fuck orders $2 million worth of booze? Yeah. <laughs> that was a great line. From um, a bartender. Yeah. And then, but I feel like from... And I am the least, I feel like, of the four of us, uh, like, cinematic in my knowledge of how, like, putting a film together goes. But mm-hmm. I felt like the Netflix one had a better, like, narrative arc mm. yeah. to it. And Hulu one was good. And I, and they were surprisingly, they were way more different than I expected yeah, them to be. I and was there, was, there was not that much overlap. I know. When we like, were the main people emailing were about this, I was like, I am not watching the same thing fucking twice. <laughs> yeah. But you sold yeah. me on it, Patrick. Well, also, the <laughs> yeah. Casey, our friend who's staying with us, like, we watched the Hulu one the first night. And then she, like, watched half of it with us. So the next night, she watched the Netflix one. So we watched it while we were, like, cooking like kind of off in the distance we're like oh okay we'll totally watch this one there's a lot of different stuff in here but overall it's just like a different feel which is very unexpected Hmm. Uh, i highly recommend if you're interested in the slightest just buckle up and watch both they're not that long i don't think either one of them's over an hour and a half yeah, I think they're both, uh, I think they're I both exactly an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they're both hit some different thing, uh, points. Um, the Hulu one didn't have dick sucking guy. Yeah. That's the, I love him. I love, he was like the, what's his name? Don't call him that. That's not nice. His name is Andy King. That's Andy, how the internet you. would recognize who we're talking about. Yeah. Because they've right. been very mean to that gentleman. Yeah. He's, well, he did become a meme and he's aware of it. And I guess he's trying to use this to like, he's, I guess he's, championed a lot of like crowdfunding pr- campaigns to try and get people paid that got stiffed yeah like, especially uh, in the island especially people yeah. uh on the island like local local workers and vendors on the island yeah oh, that's um, really cool that's really nice yeah. i don't know why he has just dedicated his whole life to cleaning up billy's fuck-ups this poor yeah. guy, Andy. Yeah. He's so nice. He's so competent. And all he's done is cover for this fucking spoiled ass brat. 
Like, it's so unfair for him. I I don't see it. Well, all they were talking about is, oh, he's so charismatic. That's Billy. That's Billy. I'm like, this guy, I knew 20 of them growing up, like, in the suburbs, like, in high <laughs> school, know, college. Like, he has, like, a childlike, boyish face. And it's not necessarily that his per... I don't think he has a charismatic personality. I think that he has a face that people can trust because he looks... He looks like a boy, kind of. You know, he's got this, like, childlike face. So I don't know. I think it has to do with what he says. He's really good at telling you what you want to hear. So he Mm -hmm. knows... Well, I've never met him. It seems like from everybody that was interviewed, he was able to kind of take their fears and spin it and sound so confident that he... That people just, like, went against their better judgment. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, like, like you know, he doesn't look like a snake in the grass, which I think helps him out. He, he, does, yeah. he does look a little dead in the eyes. <laughs> dead in the yeah. eyes. That's post-arrest. Here's the thing is you didn't mm-hmm. get to watch the Hulu one because they interviewed him for, like, half of it. Uh, yeah. And it was close-ups on the face of, like, definitely guilty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's, like, after the fact. Like, you, you look at the footage of him when he was, like, doing the credit card stuff and... He doesn't have that mm. vibe going on. No, he looks happy. Like, Of course he's happy. He's scamming people. <laughs> I feel like, did, Brett, did you say that? So I feel like both have issues that make me, I can't pick one or the other as far as like pure. Because didn't Hulu pay him for that interview? Which yielded yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I mean, Hulu, he would have walked after a couple of those questions if he wasn't getting paid. They yeah. were they were fucking grilling. But him. I feel like he didn't, and I felt like that was the most boring part of the Hulu one was his interview because he didn't really. Yeah. He just gave nothing answers, which is what you know I expected him to. Yeah. And the and the totally. only reason I can't you can't I, I don't want to crown Netflix's outright is because they did. It was in part produced by like the Jerry Media fuck Jerry guys, and they were like one of the biggest issues with the whole thing. So there's that. Yeah. So that's that's the big question is. I feel like who do you who do you trust more the fuck Jerry guys to tell their own story or the ex fuck Jerry employee who was in the Hulu one who was just like no all those guys are ridiculous. Wait, the oh. f- I thought the fuck Jerry guys did the Hulu one. No, they did no, the Netflix. They one. were co-producers oh, on the, the Netflix, Netflix one. one. Now uh, they're but what's funny though is I still came out of that even the Netflix one thinking they kind of suck oh yeah and then yeah. i mean the hulu really drove the point home how much they suck and then there was the whole backlash with them stealing content the un, you know the hashtag fuck fuck jerry yeah mm-hmm. um but i feel like because I, I knew that ahead of time before i watched the netflix one so i was surprised at how uh i, I expected it to be more sort of coddling to the jerry mm. media than it was actually well, the director is the director who did Jim and Andy, which if you haven't seen Jim and Andy, I highly recommend it. You don't have to see Man on the Moon to watch that documentary and still appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But um, he's just, he, I feel like he's a master at documentary filmmaking and like fucking with the audience. So I feel like for him to agree to do that film, I I can't see him being willing to pull punches you know yeah the 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 netflix one definitely was more well produced the hulu one had like a a punchy through line and like a lot of stock footage so it's cool that they well, got like a it real had a lot of interview footage, which was net- surprising then the hulu one 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was looking it up and it looks like the directors, there's two directors and it looks like they don't have a lot of directing documentary credits. But uh, props to Hulu though for <laughs> in the streaming wars, they never, they didn't even announce that they were doing a documentary. And then just all of a sudden, the same week that Netflix was going to come out on a Friday, they dropped theirs on a Monday. Is that how mm. that happened? That's fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah. That's they, some brutal uh, counter-marketing. There's a, there was a line at the end on the screen about, like, another documentary is in production in, like, with some of the people who helped put on. They kind of did, like, a – they kind of threw a little shade Netflix's way mm. about, like, there's another documentary, but the – Jerry Media people are involved in it, or there some of the. Yeah. I, I forgot what the exact. Yeah, they, they basically ended they, it with like Netflix cannot be trusted. Yeah. Mm. So what? What like? I mean, do both of them sort of have the same moral though? Of like these people, this guy was swindling people. They or? actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I would say like oh in totally different ways. Like they both were like. Uh, Willie McFarland is guilty of yeah. some things, but Hulu was like, Firefest is the Billy McFarland disaster, and the Netflix one was kind of like, uh, Billy tried really hard and like ended up lying a little bit out of stress and like shit went wrong, and that was illegal, sure, but he tried really hard. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, I, they they turned that around. They started like that, and then yeah. the f- footage of him. Just just flat out pulling a scam yeah. in his New York hotel room yeah. or yeah. Uh, apartment. Like, there's no, there's no well, nice way of framing that. Yeah. Yeah. Why was he filming that? <laughs> you're talking about. Are you talking about after the festival when he sold his? Uh, when he like was using the yeah the, the, New- the customer New York. list to sell like fake tickets mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's straight up like. Yeah, and and that was some. What I want to know is like what goes through this Billy's head to be like, you know what? I'm in trouble for this huge scam that I ran, but let me do another one and invite someone to come into my house and film it. Like what was going on? The filming, I don't get. I got the sense that he's a man that's really good at creating his own reality. You know, it mm. didn't matter what was actually happening. He was really good at convincing himself that all the bad stuff wasn't happening. Yeah, it's going to work out. It always it's works gonna out. It's going to be fine. Yeah. It always works. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because it probably definitely. always up to that point had for him in his life. He probably mm-hmm. just yeah. kind of. Fucking um, rich kids. Yeah. He yeah. thought this was going to be <laughs> such a huge success that like so, they were going to make a documentary and it was going to be a good one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So uh, one thing I thought was interesting that I liked, I did like about the Netflix one was because Hulu didn't really touch on it much. Was the app that started the whole thing? Yeah. Which I think was actually a pretty good idea. So for those of you who haven't watched it yet, Fire started as an app, F Y R E, as an app for people to basically you could go directly to like celebrity entertainers and you hire don't have them to, mm-hmm. and yeah. hire them direct. Like yeah, so they would create a. a profile or a page you'd be like you want you want me to come to your birthday party it's a quarter million dollars and you could just instead of going through like a million channels to try and get to people and dealing with tons of gatekeepers um you know what's crazy about that is i remember that app when i was watching the documentary i was like whoa i remember seeing marketing for this app because they definitely did like a marketing campaign for it at one point 
which I think is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an interesting idea or it was either that app or there's like another website that's very similar website yeah. or app that has the same idea. Um, so it's like really five bad for, for celebrities. Yeah. 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 I feel really bad for those people, those employees. Yes. Cause that was like a separate sub corporate entity that had their own employees that were yeah. working on this thing the whole time That's on what, the app. Mm-hmm. I was going to say is the Netflix documentary really, it gave a much broader scope to how many mm. people Billy hurt, you know, because nah. it went into the app people. It went into all of the people on the island that he really messed up, you know, messed up and fucked over. Uh, and that part, I think, is what I enjoyed more about the Netflix documentary. And I'm glad I watched it in the order that I did because I got a lot of, like, Billy's background from the Hulu version. And then I got a much... A clearer sense of what actually happened during the whole event from the Netflix documentary. Yeah, yeah I feel like the Hulu one was both was very light on the actual chaos of the event. Yeah, totally. Mm. And it was all about like, look at how crazy this Billy guy is. He's been running scams since he was five years old. Like, look at him. Who would mm. ever trust mm. him? And like. The Netflix one was like, oh, a lot of people trusted him, including a lot of government officials, and he did not pay any of them a cent or do anything to help run a legitimate company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's – how are we doing? Let's go around. I want to hear about some of your favorite, like, moments. So you just – because I think – here's the thing. I'm not a big documentary fan. I don't watch a lot. I watched both of them. I was glued both yeah. of them i enjoyed every i like this is i thought they were very fascinating um i think they're both it's a great the whole the whole thing is a nice little snapshot of mm-hmm. now of the times we live in the, yeah. the times we currently live in um but uh or anyone got some favorite moments yeah. they want to share the throw one, out there the one that stuck out the most to me was in the netflix documentary the pilot guy that weird mm. guy that taught himself mm. how to fly on the internet. Oh my god, yeah. And was flying them around. But I had watched the Hulu documentary before, so I knew kind of like where things went wrong. I had a really broad sense. And when he's talking about his idea to bring in cruise ships, I was like, that's it! That's what's gonna save the fire Festival! Do it! Get the cruise ships! Come <laughs> on! This is your yeah. chance! Like, this is the only way you could save this! And then he gets fired. Like, oh, I don't know. That part really stuck with me. I'm like, the one guy that was actually trying to make this happen. Yeah, you got food, and drink, a, shelter, and transportation <coughs> in one yeah, spot. All yeah. for probably a fairly reasonable price, considering. Yeah. And he just got he got let go. <laughs> like, oh, it's just that part stuck with me. I'm like, the one competent person, of course he got let go. Yeah. The one person who's not a yes man. Yep. I I think my favorite part was um, just like speaking as a cinematographer director myself was in the Netflix documentary, how they showed the whole commercial shoot in the beginning with the models and the boats. Mm -hmm. Because I remember the crazy thing about this documentary is like I'm sitting there watching it and I remember all these events. I remember the day that that ad dropped 
and watching it and thinking, damn, this is a fucking slick ad. Like this is, yeah. this is how did they shoot this is what I kept like asking myself is like what, you know, I knew in my head, like this is clearly like a setup scenario, but I didn't think like, I guess I assumed that it was a lot of stock footage. And so I was very surprised to find out like, no, these are like the top supermodels in the world and they like actually flew them out and they actually shot on the island. And like, you know, I, I just assumed, oh, they just got a bunch of stock footage. And I was very surprised to hear from like the director who shot the commercial. And I think like one of my, my favorite parts besides seeing his process and like how they did it was also him, him being like, you know, explaining how people are mad at him and he was just hired for a job. You know, he just shot a commercial and he had no idea. It was just, that was a really interesting perspective because I totally remember when that dropped. I remember when the, the sandwich photo dropped online. Like it's Mm -hmm. weird to watch this documentary where you're like, yeah, I remember when that happened. Mm -hmm. That's so crazy. I I feel like that's a big part of the appeal of the documentary. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it brings up really valid questions, especially for people working in the entertainment industry. It's like, who holds the blame? I mean, I feel yeah. like for me, it obviously should be the company, but the Netflix documentary made it sound like if you make somebody's commercial, if you are running their advertising, you need to make sure they're legitimate. Otherwise, you're committing fraud. I mean, that's so, the whole trouble that Facebook's in now with like election politics and yeah. stuff is like they're yeah. responsible for making mm-hmm. sure ads are real. Yeah. And, and it's a confusing time where like, I don't know, it, it's confusing that companies are not being held accountable for saying falsehoods and the platforms that promote these or share these sort of falsehoods are the ones kind of ending up with the responsibility there's also like uh, like i want to hear yours too brett but like the thing that surprised me that uh, i don't know if the hulu one got into this like the netflix one kind of jabbed at it a little bit with like a shot of a comedian being like i don't feel bad for those people Mm -hmm. but like it's hard for me to watch this footage of these people who who are arriving to, yes, conditions that are not what were advertised, but conditions that are better than most third world countries and like complaining about it like it's like the end of the fucking world. And like I get I get that like you spend a lot of money and you were promised something else. And like I, I understand that that's like something to complain about. But I'm also like. I look at some of the footage and the pictures and I'm like, it really doesn't look that bad. Well, I think, I mean, I don't know. I can't remember which (laughs) documentary went into it, but there was a big storm the night before they sent up the night they set up all the tents. So Mm -hmm. the tents didn't look that bad, but the, like all the mattresses were soaked. So people were like sleeping on wet mattresses 
And also it's kind or of... Or on like wet tent floor. Or on wet, yeah. Right, but I'm just saying floor. like there's third world countries where people sleep on the ground. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I'm just saying like the I mean, irony of these these like super rich people yeah. having to experience what a poor person has to deal with every day in third world countries. I think... Like I was kind of surprised they didn't touch on that a little bit. I get the feeling you that know? a lot of the people that went to this weren't actually yeah. super rich. Yeah. It, they I were think, like... That was their their whole. I don't remember which one of them got into, like th- that the tickets, the general admission is is what sold out fast, and then they had to make up stuff for super rich people. Yeah. yeah. After that, but you yeah. know, I mean, if there was, it was a, still, it was uh, still like at least a thousand dollar ticket. Yeah. Because yeah. But I, like, if it's a if but, there's a weekend vacation on an island it, in the in yeah. the Bahamas and with with a music festival for a thousand bucks, like f- experience wise, that's a that's a deal. Yeah, I mean, there were some ridiculous packages on that, but I love that they were literally like they were literally just were making shit up and putting it on their website. Yeah, they would just mm-hmm. make up like Royal Prince Villa. Yeah. they're like sure why not and they can just throw it up there like it's, it's a just... fucking kickstarter reward like we'll figure yeah, it out just later yeah. whatever yeah. i love uh <laughs> i love so one thing that stood out to me that was really interesting was and a lot of his man what a bunch of fuck-ups these people are but the fact is they were surrounded by there were a lot of very competent people involved yeah. in this yeah. very smart and it was almost like they had too many and they're all comp- compartmentalized, right? They're all like, I'm hired to do this job. I'm going to do my job yeah. as best I can, right? A lot of these people, they're very comp- – and it seems almost like they did it on purpose where they were just keeping people separate and everything was flowing through like Billy and uh, was it Grant was like the one guy. And But what was interesting was it was almost like they had people that were too many too competent people because they kept having these issues that could have killed it before it became an outright epic yeah. disaster. But they kept solving problems and they would just roll into the next one and then yeah. solve that problem and roll into the next one until they get to the final end point. And it's like, well, you can't solve this. You've got no accommodations for thousands of people. <laughs> yeah. and now you're really fucked. That's a good Where it's point. Like, yeah. It, it, it is fascinating, that insight into it and, and totally relatable on various projects that I've worked on. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you get all these really talented people, but if your leadership sucks or if your leadership is, you know, not tuned in to the real problems, like it's easy for these things to get really far before they actually fail. And like they're just the thing is is the entire thing was set up with no option to fail because yeah. Billy was borrowing money and he couldn't he literally could not fail that's why he yeah. never pulled the plug is because he owed so much money for this he could not he he probably there was probably a point where he knew like fuck this isn't going to happen but he couldn't yeah. he literally could not stop it because he just owed so much money yeah i i love that one of the most blatant like just straight up lies was the map they posted of the final destination spot is just Mm. a chunk (laughs) it's a chunk of a bigger island but in the map they just cut it out and put blue around it and made it look like it was its own little island and it's like people are gonna notice that right like you get there you're like that was interesting to know. I didn't know that they like switched islands. Yeah. Until I saw the documentary. Yeah. Cuz they fu- I mean, ugh, I don't know. 
I thought a lot about where they could have reassessed to make it a success. And once they found out... <laughs> the project manager and I, Sam I kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> and like once they found out that they needed more time to get the permits to have it on their actual island, like I would have just pushed it a year. Like... Everyone yeah. will still be super hype about it. They already invested money. Like, give everybody mm-hmm. a free upgrade and put it off for a fucking year. But I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. I'm just like, it could have been so cool. It's such a sad missed opportunity. Yeah. It's, I mean, that like corporate th- leadership thing again. Like, I've been on a real big anti corporate kick lately. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, you had an epic rant the other day on, on the old Twitter, Brett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's 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 a thing where like the, like you were saying Pat the the competent people were involved but competence doesn't exceed the role you're assigned and you know when when yeah when when the people at the top are just determined to fuck things up at any cost mm-hmm. like no amount of competence will save it and that's I mean, that's totally yeah. what happened with this yeah and also- well that, yeah that's the thing is like he just he couldn't stop it he yeah. there, there it didn't matter if it wasn't working he just literally he can't he yeah. could not stop yeah i think he's yeah owed a ton of money for other stuff yeah Cause, yeah because the hulu one i was the hulu one i think went into a really deep on a lot of the like straight up fraud he was doing where mm-hmm. he would like he was claiming all of these assets he had as collateral yeah. like yeah. like millions of dollars of stock and like apple and stuff it's like yeah you have three thousand dollars yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. also like i don't know you've bought a house pat like what fucking financial institution didn't verify his assets? Like, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's uh, the, uh, it, the isn't that the rich white male like the white yeah. privilege? Like, <laughs> the once, uh, once you claim you have enough money, it's insulting to check. Well, as the Andy character, well, not character guy, Andy real actually, life. No, as, I love it. I like calling character. As Andy says in the documentary, like he would fly away to New York and then just come back with money. So like, yeah. who knows that he was actually borrowing money from financial institutions? Yeah. He might have been borrowing money from individuals. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah, who knows? I'm sure a lot of it was just like self-professed venture capitalists or yeah, investment bankers exactly. or people that had money. That he would be like, oh, I got this new cool thing. Get in on it. It's going to be the next big thing. I need, you know. Yeah. yeah he had that, that one. There was the one woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the mm-hmm. blonde woman who was one of his big investors who was down there. That he was, was... definitely fucking. We know <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, everyone else does. Also, I love, <laughs> I, I love the. So my other favorite. One of my other favorite things was a. That this basically reveals like. I kind of would have guessed it, but Ja Rule is the most basic, toxic, alpha bro yes. ever. His repeated Oh my toast. god, the scene... The scene where he's trying to get the models into the water uh, and yes, they're not even that, shooting. I was that. like, ew. Yeah. I've gross. seen that guy. I've seen that guy Ugh. in person. That whole... Yes, and then like his toast that he repeats a bunch of times that he thinks yeah. is so funny. That like that horrible. That he didn't that, invent. Like I've heard I, that before. That's the douchebag yeah. like fucking anthem. That, yeah. That I probably haven't thought was cool since I was like 17 or something. It's mm-hmm. just like, so I guess my question about this is then, and a more fun question than which documentary was better is which one made Ja Rule look dumber? Because I feel like he came off real bad in both of those. Netflix, I think. 
Which is the one, I don't remember, it's been a while. I watched them a little while ago. Which is the one that had the conference call where that he was says the Netflix. something? Netflix. Mm-hmm. And they're like, isn't that fraud? He's like, no, no. it's just false advertising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that one yeah. was bad. Uh, so, yeah, Brett. Yeah. What was your favorite? Because I don't think you said what your favorite scene was. No, I don't know if Pat said his either. <laughs> we could. Said Pat said like five of them. I yeah, like, I did a bunch. <laughs> I had a favorite in, in both of them. Which one had the woman who paid all of her employees' salaries in it? Mm, oh, that must um, have been Hulu, because I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, and I watched both. I know what you... I know. Oh, the, I think it was Hulu. The woman who... The, was oh, that the, 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 on the island. Yeah. That was the Netflix oh, one. Yeah, yeah. at the end, when she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, she, I'm yeah. bankrupt she, like, now. I spent all my used savings. Used all her paying. savings. Like, yeah. So she... Good, no, but uh, that's the caterer, right? The yeah. restaurant owner. Mm-hmm. So she, there was a GoFundMe yes. that got her, like, a, I think it was like six figures. Oh, so wow. I think, it, it, I think she got all of it. I think she got fully. That's uh, great. All of it and more then. Because I think she said it was like 50000 in the documentary. So. Yeah. Yeah. So she got, wow. I think she got, when I saw the article about the thing, it was hundred over 100000 uh, that she got wow. from the GoFundMe, so that's good for her. But I was that for the Netflix one or for either of those, it was just an unexpected, yeah. like tear jerking moment, like one real like mm-hmm. moment of just uh, uh, kindness. And yeah, she, she got one hundred sixty thousand. Oh, you know what? Good for her, that's she deserves yeah. all of that. My, I, I want to take it back. One of my favorite moment was at the very end of the Netflix one where the guy who was like the construction foreman uh-huh. who is like giving this interview and then Billy calls him. Yeah. And here he is yes. like talking shit about Billy. But then I feel like it showed how Billy has this influence over people because he's like, hey, how you doing? You know, like yeah. being all oh, really buddy buddy know. with this guy. I felt like that guy was like... Like, all right, I got played, and now I'm ready to play Billy. Mm. That was totally... He was kind of hamming it it up for the camera a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So that was your favorite moment? That was my Netflix favorite moment. And then my my Hulu favorite moment was definitely, I think, their uh, good, good, good editing joke of calling out Billy on his... uh, like, what have I said today that's been untrue? What's what's inaccurate? I haven't said I've, everything I've said has been 100 percent true. And then just a fucking long clip show of everything he said that was a lie. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no. Uh, that's like Trump. It's like yeah. a, seriously. Uh, that was that was a, a Daily Show uh, level joke there, and I really appreciate. Nice. It. Mm-hmm. All so. right. So official wrap up then. Uh, I, it sounds like we all liked this one. <laughs> I liked it yeah. so much more than I thought. Like Pat said, I'm not a big documentary person, and I was just gripped. I was like, what? How did this happen? It was great. Mm. Both of them. And it worked. These two documentaries worked on so many levels because, like Ash was saying, we all lived this. Like, we we mm-hmm. saw the stuff happen when, as it was happening and w- lived through the news cycle. And then, you know, documentaries, not all of them are entertaining. Like it's, it's I feel like it's the highest risk of, of thing you can make as far as like, who's going to enjoy watching it. <laughs> and both <laughs> of them were 
crazy entertaining. And then like the juicy, juicy meta thing of of Hulu dropping their thing first and like ousting Netflix. Of, it's like, so fucking Hollywood and it's so baller. Mm-hmm. I love it. I that was just it's so fun. On every level this worked for me and I'm happy that these things exist. Uh it was it was a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. If you if you guys think that you don't like documentaries because you've all kind of mentioned that you need to give documentaries another try because it's not that i don't like them it's just like i don't seek them out because well you probably don't seek them out understandably because like 10 years ago documentaries were fucking boring but nowadays documentaries are on this level guys and they're really good there's some really good ones out there what's your top non-fire fest recommendation uh like i said i really love jim and andy what's that about so so jim and andy is uh it's about the movie man on the moon which is all about jim carrey playing andy oh i'm gonna kaufman Kaufman. yes and how jim carrey basically on set like he was just like 100 percent of the time in character and like it got really out of control and he started like pulling all these pranks just like the real life Andy Kaufman would. Um, and it just got really crazy, but you have to watch that documentary all the way to the end of the credits because that's what I really love about that documentary filmmaker is like, he really like fucks with you at the end. So Um, Samuel Jackson shows up. Does he? I can't, I don't remember no, that. No, it's an oh. adventure. Oh, okay. Joke. <laughs> I was like, oh, it turns into a Marvel movie. Uh, <laughs> yes. No. So yes. my question for you about this, Jim and Andy, because you've mentioned it a few times. Um, mm-hmm. Will I enjoy watching Jim and Andy if I have a deep, deep hatred for everything that is Jim Carrey? Ooh. I don't know. I mean, in some ways, it might reinforce your hatred for Jim Carrey. <laughs> so if you want to do that. Then check it out. Uh, another one that's really great is Winnebago Man. is just like a must-see, brilliant Ooh. documentary. I but, could keep naming them, but we don't have all day. But Winnebago Man is amazing. All right. Patrick, Yeah. thoughts? Uh, I enjoyed them thoroughly. I'd say if you're at all interested uh, and watch one and you like it, definitely watch the other one. You will not be bored. They do not. It's the same Okay, I'll finally watch it, guys. Yeah, you won't. You you will not be bored. It's interesting. It's really. It's almost like I know that they were shading each other, but it's almost like they collaborated because they very, they very, Mm. they definitely come at it from different angles, and it's mostly, it's mostly all different people that are being interviewed. I'm really interested in this like fuck Jerry thing because I didn't know anything about it until you told me about it, Patrick. So I'll have to check it out. Yep. Can I borrow your Hulu password? I'm just kidding. Sure. <laughs> yeah, what is it on the yeah, podcast? Yeah, can you say it? Yeah, well, yeah, well, can you say it? Uh, and your social. It's yep. capital P A S S W O R D 1. Password 1. All right, got it. I thought it was Gun Show. Is it not? Oh. No, it's Soul Daddy. That's your password. Is this coming out before or after the. Oh, good question. I mean, I it's know. definitely coming out after your uh, uh, Twitter thirst oh. trap from the other yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah. not to yeah. brag, but like all guns. <laughs> okay. I anyway. said apologies in advance. 
I was very impressed. Mostly because I was feeling really good about myself from going from a 10 pound weight to a 20 pound weight. And then I saw your Twitter thing and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Okay, fine. <laughs> 